So we got back last week at this time. We were in the air, and uh, on our way home, we were in Jamaica for 10 days from the 9th to the 19th, and uh, we served there. We did uh, ministry in the churches, and we did uh, ministry uh, for uh, in different orphanages and different homes, um, and... Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be talking a little bit about that. I'm going to give them a chance to share some of the things that had happened on the trip, some experiences. Basically, as a church, our mission statement is leading people to become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know if you realize this, but every time we say that, but what we believe as a church by word of mouth is uh, missional. It is a direct result. Uh, It's got missions throughout the whole foundation. So if what we do is not rooted in missions, then we're missing the point. Uh, Jesus gave us the most important uh, uh, instruction in Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 and 20. He says to go to all the nations, making disciples, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, And so that is... We went to Jamaica as a result of the Great Commission, and that is what we believe is a church. So we're going to be giving some time to share. If you guys have questions, you guys can just raise your hand, and we can answer any questions that you want. Um, I'm going to give the team some uh, opportunity to share some of the experiences that we had on the trip. So who's ever got the mic? I don't know if the mic is on. It's on now. Um, I had the uh, privilege of going uh, for the second time to Jamaica. Um, Very similar, but yet very different uh, than the first time that we went. Uh, A couple of things that uh, really uh, hit me is uh, um, when I was asking some of the Jamaicans, like, how are you? And they would reply, well, I'm blessed. I'm like, I looked around, I was like, really? You're blessed. But deep down, like, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, they still look at life as in a positive way. And so now I'm going back, it's like, wow, we are really blessed. And a lot of times we miss that opportunity and just uh, ignore that and look at all the negative things in our lives. So that's one of the things that uh, really hit me and just look around with the kids and everything and uh, how poorly it is there, but yet they're so blessed. So thanks, Jason. Hi, uh, my name is Maria. Going to Jamaica was a huge eye opener for me being able to spend time with the children and all the people we met was a huge blessing. Some of the stories broke my heart, but then hearing them talk about their dreams was so inspiring. They don't have very much, but they dream big and they have the determination to do it. Thursday was our work day and we painted the outside of a school. Right close to the school is a church that we all went into. The building is in very poor condition and the people don't have the means to fix the roof, which seemed as if it would cave in. Still, the people in the community attend regularly to worship while they wait for a miracle. Sitting here in this church, I have no concerns or worries for my safety. So I have to keep asking myself, what more can I do to help them? Testing. Okay, we're good. Um, my name is Susie, for those of you that don't, don't know me. Um, this is my second time that I went to Jamaica, and it's kind of funny, like this time I had like a, like a leader perspective, and it was a lot the same, but yet different, because like 
it was really cool to see like all the youth that returned and like how much they've grown in their faith and like like Bianca or Eric for instance. Um, something that was really cool also was that um, the one night I forget who it was, but the girls approached one of us and they mentioned how we should get together every night and like just pray together and like just like read the Bible. And for me that was like wow, like I don't even do that enough myself. So for me it was like that was amazing to see and it just. I don't know, like, it really encouraged me to do that every night, so, and like, kind of like a woman's debrief, so it was really good. This thing, okay. Um, my name is Eric, and I was blessed to go a second time to Jamaica, and, uh, yeah, it was the same, but a lot different at the same time. Uh, definitely different experiences that I had, and, for instance, one day, Wednesday when we were there, we ended up going to the Windsor home for the second time, and we were able to bless them with painting some of their school, their outdoor equipment. And as we were painting, um, one of the kids I was connecting with really well, he wanted to help. So then we were both painting the one spot, and he noticed my hands were dirty. So he instantly made sure I went to go wash them, and he helped me out and made sure they're nice and clean for me. And it was pretty good to. Good feeling. And then it was also pretty amazing growing closer to all these people. Some of them I didn't really know that well, but now I do. And uh, as we go closer to each other, it was a lot easier as a team to be with the other kids and children at the orphanages. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, as a leader, you usually get a feeling for what your team is like. Uh, last time we went, we gelled really well uh, right off the bat. Uh, this team, uh, we got together and there was no gelling going on. I was a little bit concerned and I realized it's because we have completely different people and none of us really connected uh, while we were here. So I was a little bit worried. But upon arriving to Jamaica, something beautiful happened, and there was a very tight, uh, tight bond that grew all in Jamaica. And as a leader, that's very thrilling to be a part of, and I think it really affected the ministry as we were out there. Uh, just to highlight another quick thing, uh, somebody else can grab a mic and get ready. We did something different this time around. Um, we, uh, we took pictures, and usually what people do when they go on mission trips, they take pictures, and they're digital, and they take them back with them. And so often leaves these children, they're leaving like kind of used because we're all taking pictures and selfies with them and then we go back home. This time we brought a printer with, and we're going to show a video, we're going to see it in action. We took portraits of these children and we printed them on, on site. And the look on their face when they saw their picture, because you could tell that they didn't get a lot of them, it cost too much to go into town and develop them, uh, was a huge blessing to them. It was an opportunity for us as a team to also tell them that God made them beautiful. And for the girls, that was a huge thing. Go ahead, Bianca. Okay, so my name's Bianca. This is my second time going to Jamaica. Uh, at first, I was kind of iffy about it. I wasn't sure if I really wanted to go, and I did end up going, obviously. Uh, we went to a lot of the same homes as we did last time, so some of us who had gone a second time had made connections with some of the kids. Specifically at one of the homes, I had met a girl who, uh, she was 14 at the, 13 at the time I had met her, and she, I got to know her, and basically as soon as I got off the bus, she came and held my hand, and we became best friends the last time I was there. Uh, this year, 
I was sitting on one of the steps and I had seen her and I was like, hey, I, I think I know you. And she kind of looks at me like, you've never seen me in my life. And I asked her what her name was and, and I recognized her and I was like, yeah, you wanted to be a nurse when you grow up. I was like, you're like 15, right? And she looks at me and all of a sudden she, it's like, it clicked that someone else remembered her. And it, it's kind of, I, I kind of find it sad but encouraging because I feel like some of these kids have had so many promises broken and that people come and they just feel like they're a show to people to see the lives that they live when, and then these people just go back and tell about it. But for her to realize that people remember her makes an impact on her life because she realized she means something to someone. So uh, me and her, we went up to Pete and we got a picture taken together and I was able to write on there that God loves her and that she's a beautiful young lady and she's sweet and kind and she's gonna be an excellent nurse if that's still what she goes for and that she's doing, that her schooling is going great. She says she's like really smart in school and we were reading her textbooks because that's what she wanted to do. And I just got to like rebond with her and it was so much fun. And it was just an encouragement for me to realize that I can make a difference in this girl's life, even though she didn't remember me at first. Um, the fact that after a while she did remember me, it ch I'm hoping it changed her life to realize that there are people out there who care about her. It's not like we just come here and then leave. We stay, they stay in our minds and they mean something to us. So I was also very uh, blessed to go on this trip to Jamaica. It was an amazing experience to be able to interact and connect with so many different children and teenage girls, all in different, unique ways. It was a blessing to love on these children and to feel the love in return. A lot of these children come from broken homes, yet they still shine with their beautiful smiles. This trip was a big eye-opener for me. It helped me realize how fortunate we are in Canada, yet we seem to be very ungrateful at times. Being surrounded by all these children softened my heart and changed my perspective on many things in life like to be more thankful and appreciative, to be more generous and kind-hearted. God's love was so powerful out in Jamaica, it has touched me in a way to be more of a loving person. Like in the Bible story that I was able to lead out there, the Good Samaritan, God causes people to go and be good neighbors to each other. In a couple of the homes we went to, many of the children were hurt, and this was evident by the way they treated each other. It was hard to see the children being mean to each other because of their hurt heart. It opened my heart to remind me to do my best to be a good neighbor, even when it's hard. It was truly an amazing experience to feel God's unconditional love everywhere we went. Um, the thing that really stood out to me about Jamaica was um, that even thousands of miles away, in another country, another culture entirely, kids are still kids. They still laugh when someone farts and it's the funniest thing that could potentially happen in the entire world and they cry when their friend doesn't share a toy and it really reminded me about the childlike wonder that we're supposed to have and Jesus says in Mark I think that yeah Mark 10:13 let the little children come to me and do not hinder them so the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I was really reminded of the wonder when one of them had taken my hand, and we were constantly holding hands during the trip. And she was looking at the veins that you can see on my wrist because they can't really see the veins on their hand. But she was just enthralled that 
she could see every little vein, and it really gave me an opportunity to share that God didn't just make us on a whim. God made us special, and we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and every single cell in our body has a wonderful purpose, and just, just like every single human has a wonderful purpose, and he has a plan for these children's lives in Jamaica, and when I was down there, I could just feel that God is going to use that generation to do something amazing in their country. Hello, my name is uh, Jordan, and this is my uh, second time going to Jamaica, and this time I, uh, I really noticed how good we have it here in Canada, and uh, there, there in Jamaica, they don't have as nice of homes, and they don't have air conditioning, and uh, all that different kind of stuff. It really, like, impacted me that, that, uh, that we should uh, do, do more for them out there, like, the one night we had no water pressure at the house and uh, it was raining outside so we all decided to go take a shower in the rain. <laughs> you know, And here we don't have a problem with that. We just hop in the shower and got tons of water pressure and all that and it's uh, easy for us and it's not so easy for them out there. And I just, uh, that really impacted me this time. <coughs> uh, my name is James. This is my first time going to Jamaica. Uh, something really eye-opening for me um, and encouraging was that at the church service, um, like it kind of hit me that they're all the way across the world. They're like totally different. They look totally different. They've been brought up different, but yet they serve the same God we do, and uh, they worship in many of the same ways. And like, I was just thinking that like back home we're having a church service. We're having service here. There's a service probably everywhere around the world, and we're just all worshiping the same God at the same time. And, like, even right now, same church right now, they're probably worshiping. And it's just really eye-opening and encouraging for me. Uh, my name is Sydney. I went to Africa in the fall for three months, and I was so homesick for Africa right before we left for Jamaica. And I regret to say that when we got to Jamaica, I did not want to be there at all. And I just felt like, blah, like I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to talk to anyone there. I was just going through huge Africa withdrawals. And, um, but when we went to our first home, I started to really connect with some of the kids. And it just made me realize that they want the same things. And they're still longing for that connection with God. And it just kind of... It brought me back to Africa, but in a way, it, it brought me to leave a piece of my heart there. And, um, yeah, it just, it really hit me just how, how alike they are in, in that want to have a connection with God. Okay, well, as you've probably heard several times, a lot of people are saying, this is my second trip, this is my second trip, this is my second trip, which to me is very honoring um, because when I started to go to Jamaica, I did not want this to be like a popcorn mission trip where you pop in and then you pop out again and you go somewhere else in the world. Um, it was my desire that we develop a close-knit relationship with the people wherever we go. We went to Jamaica, and Jamaica is incredible for many reasons. One, uh, the culture is very rich, and there is so much there. Two, they speak English. 
There's no, there's no uh, language barrier. You don't have to brush up on your Spanish. Not that there's anything wrong with Spanish. Beautiful language, but English is what we talk. So, like, there's no barrier between us and developing relationships with people in Jamaica, which is something really nice. Three is uh, we can pay them in Canadian. So it's very convenient, and, it's, and it leaves a lot of potential for us. And what I really like about us going to Jamaica, not just as individual groups, but as a church, is the fact that we've developed a family there. Patrick and Deanna, I wish I had pictures of them. I forgot to put them in there. Patrick and Deanna, they're the ones who coordinate this madness. There's no set organization. They do call themselves uh, Samaritan's uh, Mission. Um, but really... Uh, I contact them months before. I say, this is the group that I would like to bring there. And he custom creates a group that pertains to the giftings of the the team that I'm bringing. And it changes day to day. And there's something neat about that, that we're not just another number being processed through another mission uh, organization. But it's a lot more organic, and it's very beautiful. And we've just, even the second time going there, I feel like the connection between us is very strong. And uh, so it's been incredible. And it's really neat hearing. We we went to the Windsor home, and all of a sudden, uh, we're very rigorous in um, catching names. We we trained ourselves to catch names and and, and learn people's dreams. So we went there, went to the Windsor home. Some of them had a hard time recognizing us because so many mission teams go through there. And all of a sudden, we'll be like, hey, yeah, isn't it your dream to become a police officer, move in with your dad, and go to New York? How did you know that? Because the last time I was here, uh, you told me those dreams. You remembered? And all of a sudden, boom, because we were there before, the amount of the roots that we have dug into the lives and the relationships we've built in Jamaica because we've just come a second time, I can't even put words to that. It's, it's beautiful. And, and I consider it an honor to, to lead a team like this with so many different giftings. And this time around, like I said before, we, we mainly dealt with, with children's ministry. But I want to tell you something. At first, I led a team to Jamaica because I felt as a youth pastor, I need to put the missionary bug into my youth. I feel like uh, leading people to become fully devoted followers as a youth pastor means that I need to raise missionaries in our youth. Well, it just so happens when I was trying to lead it, these young adults just kept coming at me saying, I want to go too, I want to go too. Well, you're not allowed. You're out of my jurisdiction. But then all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? No. This is cool. I'm going to team up with Pastor Ike, and I'm going to bring some young adults up. So I did that, and it just it flourished up to there. And now I'm at a point now where I feel like I would like to go back to Jamaica, and I want to bring anybody. I want to bring handymen. I want to bring women who can cook. I want to, uh, every single home I went to, I was so sick and tired of seeing this. Basic, simple maintenance needs that are, they are desperate for. They're thankful that we're there playing with their kids, but they desperately need swings. I have not seen one swing. At every home, there, was, there were poles. There was a swing set with no chains. And so the basic things like that. So that's kind of my dream, just giving you where I would like to take this as a church and and, um, and as a youth pastor as well, okay? So that's kind of my dream. Uh, and we're going to be playing a video. And, uh, but before we do, I want to invite Pastor Ike up here. Uh, them in Jamaica, Patrick and Deanna, they were very thankful that we had come back and, and developing this relationship. And they're very thankful for you as a church for sending us out there. And the difference that these people have made, they wanted to present us with this plaque that they made for us. 
And it says, in deep appreciation to Leamington EMMC for the talents and concerned de dedication so generously given, presented to Pastor Peter Clausen from Samaritan's Mission in Jamaica. So this is just them saying thank you so much for sending us. So thank you. Okay, so we'll play a video. And I just want to say again, thank you from the depths of our hearts for sending us and giving us this opportunity to put our faith into action. <laughs> 